Hello and welcome to the 314th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared. To my left is... Eric. Dave. And we are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of things we've been watching since the last time we recorded. After that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the movie Insidious 2. So if you've chapter not seen two. chapter two, if you have not seen both Insidious One and Insidious Chapter Two, is Insidious Chapter One? No, it's just called Insidious. Insidious. It's Insidious you, colon space Chapter Two. Hmm, all right. If you've not seen both of those movies, uh, I would tune out because we're going to spoil Insidious Chapter Two, and anything in one is fair game. Uh, lots of talking about Patrick Wilson will probably also happen at that point. So, all right, let's get into some things that we've been watching this week. Eric said just before we started recording that he actually has something of substance, which this is, is exciting, which is, which is like news because I did, normally yeah, I, I did watch something too. <gasps> did you? I did. Oh, nice. Was it the same thing I watched? I don't know. What'd you watch? Uh, so I, uh, if, if it is the same thing, I don't think we saw it the same way, but I went to the theater and I saw Dune. I did not. Okay, okay. so I'm going to see that in two weeks, I think nice. it is. So are you going to a theater it. to see it? Or I believe gonna... so. I still have to coordinate with my buddy. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so uh, very, very excited for this movie. Um, now, this is, as a sci-fi fan... This was directed by Dennis Vienna Right. Good pronunciation this mm-hmm. time. Uh, I'm sure he's pleased. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is uh, very excited for multiple reasons. Uh, number one being just a sci-fi fan in general. Mm-hmm. I say that as someone who has not actually read Dune, mm. but I, in my life as a sci-fi fan, it's one of those things where... Even if you didn't read Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or whatever, you're going to be very familiar probably with those stories mm-hmm. if you're in those genres. Uh, so for for sci-fi, Dune is one of those uh, well-known classic stories that a lot of people know. So yep. yes, I've not Here's actually crossed off. Crossed I them know off. Dune. I have to say I know nothing about well, Dune. I, you let don't me say know this. giant worms in a desert? The, yeah, Beetlejuice. I've seen that movie. Uh, yeah, I uh, I know I know quite a bit about. Let's just say, you know, I guess maybe more than just the first book. Like I know I know a lot about early. I don't know the the many books that followed and his son has written since. Book, yeah. I don't know where that story goes. I mean, it definitely sounds like it gets kind of crazy. But I, I've heard little tidbits. But I like I don't really know where that story like ends up. But I do know what what this movie covers. Like I, I was uh, aware of that, and I I know it's not a good representation of it. But I have seen you know the the old uh, uh, David Lynch version uh, a few times. Who was offered the job to direct Return of the Jedi, but turned it down because <laughs> yeah. he couldn't wrap his head around it. And also, as I've mentioned on here before, if you even remotely like Dune or just like documentaries about movies, you need to watch. I don't know if it's Jodorowsky or Yodorowsky. I forget the pronunciation, but Yodorowsky's uh, Dune is one of the most amazing documentaries I've ever seen about you think the David Lynch version was going to be crazy. Mm. You have no idea. At least David Lynch read the book. Yes. He knew something about it. And also, (laughs) I've not read the book. I ain't trying to make the movie. You know, you got to know your limits. But Mm. it is one of the weirdest like movie scenarios ever of like a what if if that thing had been made. Um, But yeah, so very excited for this. uh, Also, because we are big. Uh, I believe it is Denis Villeneuve, <laughs> is, I believe. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Has Jared uh, Dave? Uh, said before? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh. What, no. what else he do? Arrival, uh, yeah. Prisoners, uh, Blade Runner 2049, uh, literally like oh, Sicario. I've seen, I've seen two of those. How great was it? You've seen Sicario? No. Oh, man, Dave. You guys So, again, we've mentioned it multiple That's times on here. Movie. I have seen everything that he's done except for the Jake Gyllenhaal one, which is called Enemy. Terrible. 
Jared has said it's not good, it's yet not the good. internet says it's great, and anyone else I've ever talked to says it's great. Mm-hmm. And I normally trust Jared. Who are going to trust? But I do trust Denis a little bit better, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. So he's he's let me down less times than Jared. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, so until until I'm proven wrong, I'm going to assume that one's good. But uh, yeah, I will say this right out of the gate about Dune. I I think that I think I said before there were three things. The third thing, by the way, was just the cast is amazing. Um, so I will say this about Dune right out of the gate. You will like it, Jared. Yes, I will like it. Anyone that is super excited about crazy sci-fi on a scale you've never seen mm. will like it. I don't. I didn't even look at reviews. I don't know that this is going to be a universally beloved um, movie. It is rather slow. Mm-hmm. I love the slowness. It's a very good vibe setting movie. It has this really, it's just hard to explain. It has a really cool vibe to it, but I think most people will think it is really, really slow. Um, I, they also have a, it was, it's an expected problem to, that they were going to have, but there is um, some, some world building humps that they have to get over very early about, the way the world works and the right. way the the politics and, and things are involved. I think they do a very good job of trying to give that info to you in a way that isn't just a straight info dump. Yeah. But it yeah, is the noticeable. The world he built for those books is quite complex. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, I, I, we're not giving spoilers here. It's like if, if you know anything about what Spice is and how it relates to the economy of and, and the political, because Dune really is it's it's pre Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. It is it is it is sure. political intrigue on a sci-fi scale as opposed to a fantasy scale. And, um, it is, they have to do some of that info dump in there. I was okay with the way they did it, but it did feel like it was one of those, like, man, we really need to get past this. This is like, this doesn't feel great from a movie standpoint, Hmm. but I really don't know any other way that you're going to do that. Once they get into the, the, the meat of it, it is again, very, very slow and very, it sets a lot of like mood in the moment kind of stuff. But again, I loved it. It, visually it's insane um i loved all the all the performances are great like just it just was so fun does to it watch. feel complete because uh, it I, does not yeah as i was gonna say i know that they took half of the book and yeah. made part one which okay. um one of my friends i spoke to um who saw it a couple days after i did um he he has read the books and he said like to, in his opinion it just was a weird choice that there are like better chapters that would have made sense to cut like the book in half at sure. Um, I will say that for a movie that I knew wasn't going to end um, and it, because I knew going in that it was going to be, and I don't, I honestly, I don't think this movie was, um, I don't think it was marketed properly to tell people that it is half of a movie. Mm. Um, it is one of those movies that is, it just really does not complete. Um, Remember when Lord of the Rings came out and everyone was mad that it stopped with yes, Frodo yeah. and Sam just walking away. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, bewildering to me. I was I was one of those people. I hated the first Lord of the Movie. I remember arguing with you and a friend of ours named Bobby about it. Yeah, the first time I watched it, I'm like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And now I love it. I think that's going to be the issue here. the 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 thing is, too, is I'm you know I'm just afraid that there won't be a second movie. Do you know if they filmed the second one? I had thought so. I look again. I'm I'm talking really without a lot of backed up details here. Mm. But I remember before when we were talking, because I remember you did not know this was, I remember telling you that this was half of a movie and you're like, wait, what? Um, but I think back then I thought I had read just like when they did all these avatars and everything that is one where they filmed it straight, but they just weren't releasing it together. 
someone has told me, I remember someone told me recently that they have not filmed the second one. So if that's the case, I mean, that this makes movie me worry. Can't have that much of a budget. I mean, oh a bunch gosh. of sand and people. Yeah, it's fine. I gotta say, you forgot about the worms. Hey, you know how uh, I got a few of those in my backyard. You know how jujitsu. You know how jujitsu looks like tax evasion. This looks like how much money did they throw at this? Damn. This is one of the best looking, craziest sci-fi worlds, and like, oh my god, you're gonna be excited, Jared. For yeah, it. I'm excited. But again, it. I I loved it, but I I really in the middle of watching it, I would I thought to myself, I'm like, this scares me as someone who wants to see the conclusion to this because I just don't see this being well received on the scale that maybe they need it to be and then also the fact that they're releasing it with that hbo model of at the same time not yep. at the theaters you know theaters and at home it just I, I don't know i'm I'm real scared that they may not finish this out but what is there i Don't will read the book it's going to be something i love for a long time i really liked it really liked performances i meant to watch it a second time um before coming here but just got busy this week with um video games and um <laughs> you know I had I had things to do. I had I trees agree, to hit and like you know m- nodes to mine. Um, nodes to mine, Dave. Yes, Jared. I will log on and I will spend hours where I walk outside of a town hmm. and hit trees and walk back into town and turn those trees into like lumber. And then what's walk the name of this game for people in the future? It's called New World. It's an Amazon's MMO. Right. But uh, anyway, uh, but Eric, I was very. This busy, is why. I don't feel shame when I watch boat fail videos upstairs. You should feel shame, though. Dave has... Oh, let me just say this. If you've heard this podcast before, you know Dave's sense of humor. Mm. Now translate that into YouTube searches. And <laughs> it's not good. So, Dave and I share a, a love of stupidity on Netflix. Yes. Uh, not Netflix. Uh, uh, YouTube. Okay, so yeah. when Dave... Though links, I think Dave, no, no. Dave will go for the longer compilations that I'm not willing no, to No, when through. Dave links a video via text message or whatever... I keep it short. It's usually funny. When Dave pulls up YouTube while you're sitting next to him and just tries to find a funny video, mm. it is the worst experience. <laughs> like, like his success rate to find those funny videos that he will text to Did us... Did show him the one I sent to you just a couple days ago? Oh, what was that? I know. Uh, I forget. Don't worry about it. We'll We'll, we'll pull oh, it up after we're okay. done. Yeah. It was real short. Great, great for the pod, guys. Remember yeah. that funny video that I sent oh, you? Yeah. No, that was I don't. great. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to that post it on the queue it up uh, oh, Facebook? That should confuse a lot of people. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> Most of the stuff you sent me is pretty confusing. Yeah, but yeah, um, I I just gonna say that is I normally have nothing to bring up. Very excited that I did have something. I just wish that I could say better things about it. Mm. But I, I, it's it's not going to be a movie. I I mean, to be honest, Blade Runner 2049 was that way too, but I feel like more people will like Blade Runner 2049 that know nothing about it because even though there are slow moments in Blade Runner 2049 or they may not understand things, I think there's more happening. There is a lot of downtime in this movie. As there is in the book. And a lot of drawn out things that, yeah, I just don't think... That's what you get I don't think your random guy who sits down to watch Dune is going to appreciate. That's why you don't split... Uh, a movie into two or a book into two movies. I, I just, I have never seen it and thought, yeah, that worked out well. It just doesn't happen. I don't, I, I wish they would stop doing that. Remember when they took a children's book, The Hobbit, and split it into three, three movies? Yeah. Oh, that if they did two, it actually would have been okay. Mm, I still think they should have done one. I think they should have two, but at least I would have been okay with two. When yeah. they split it into three, Woo. Yeah, no doubt about I, it. I can't wait to talk to you about this, Jared, though. Like, from a movie perspective, like, 
how creepy and well done just the whole world is but i mean like the creepiness of like baron harkonnen and just like the way that they do those characters mm-hmm. is delicious <laughs> all right man eric watched something and he has a lot to say about it that's right yeah i mean i, I normally just get berated for a couple describe someone uh, seconds as delicious? Of I, I know i said the 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 scene like oh. not to, it's not a scene i'm just saying the the portrayal of an already creepy character yeah to be even creepier he, he's definitely not the redeemable anti-hero villain he he is horrid i mean yeah if, if so if you've seen if you're not if you're a, a slight dune fan meaning you've seen the old movie but you don't like you don't know really anything the about movie. it yeah My goodness. Yeah. you ever uh, see that dune movie no but amanda watched it this <laughs> week holy cow what'd she say preparing for the new one she made it halfway through she goes I don't know what I was watching. Oh my yeah. gosh, it is it is a drug trip. Man. I haven't that watched it in a while. Weird. I own it, but it's been a, it's been a bit. There's the part where what what was his name? Baron uh, Harkonnen. Yeah, where he's like on this flying chair. Yeah. Well, that's what I was, like, was what I was going to say is if you don't know the uh, character we're talking weird. about, the the ex- like I mean excessively obese yes. man that is flying around. That yeah. Um, also, he likes to have uh, relations with children. Is did that get into the movie? Uh, I don't remember that being in the movie, but it like, here's, well, okay. So yes, in a sense of he has in the same way that when we watched, uh, the Stargate movie, mm. there are young Egyptian boys walking around scantily clad. Gotcha. There are, there are young children in, so they found a way to sort of put it in. Yeah. There. But like, I, I don't think there's any, in my memory, there's no scenes of like, let's really drive this point home. All right. But yeah, there, there is uh, some servants that are. Uh, very small children. All right, Dave. Um, yeah. Well, did you have something else, sir? No, I was going to say I'm I'm very very excited for it, and uh, I would recommend though this is one of those movies. Yes, it is on HBO Max. If you have any interest in it, it's a theater movie. If you're if if you can find a way to make that that leap in your mind of if you're if you're concerned about safety or whatever, I do you you got to do whatever your own choice is in terms of safety or money or whatever or just mm-hmm. time. But if you if you are on the fence, go see it in the theater. It is a it is one of those theater movies for the ages. Uh, right. But Eric, I already went to the theater this week. Man, Ooh, what saw? did you see, Dave? I went and saw Lamb. Like I said, I was going to. Uh, you know what's yeah. weird? All three of us saw a movie this week in the theater. All different and we movies. All three saw different movies. Yep. You know, I yep. forgot to go see another movie though. I keep forgetting about Bond. <laughs> oh, Bond! I want to see yeah. Bond, but I hear it's very so, long. So, Dave, how was Lamb? Lamb was <laughs> speaking of slow. Uh, but uh, I liked it. I usually like you gotta describe Lamb stuff. to me too. Again, I, I, okay. I remember that it was a twenty four, but I don't remember anything about this movie. Basically, there's a bunch of uh, farmers, or not a bunch of farmers. Two farmers live on a farm. They have yeah. a bunch of lambs. Where are the giant sandworms? And a <laughs> they farm spice. One of the lambs has a baby, and it's half lamb, half human. Was the lamb? Wait, was the lamb named Mary? I don't think they... Oh, they did give her a name, but I can't remember what it is. Did she have a little lamb? Oh, oh stop it. <laughs> and if that wasn't in the movie, it would actually be kind of a boring storyline. Is this a horror movie, Dave, or what is this? Actually, no. Okay. It's not. And Sounds that, like that actually movie. surprised me, because I thought it was going to be. It looked like it had elements of that. There are... Uh, there are slight elements, but I can't call it a horror. Okay. It, it's more when the stuff happens that could be considered horror. It was more like... We don't use that what? term anyway. It's Lady of the Night. Stop, Stop it. it. Move on. <laughs> but yeah, so I did enjoy it. Is it... 
if I were to recommend it, it'd be a no. Oh. Not not in the way that I wouldn't recommend. Uh, what's that? A hereditary or, yes. or midsummer? Yeah. yeah, or midsummer. Yeah. Were you like? I'm glad way. I saw it. I never want to see it again because it creeps me out. I, I'm glad. I'm glad I saw it. I like seeing weird and different. I was going to say, is like this that. an A24 that you did not like? No, I still liked okay. it, but I. It's not like a, oh, guys, you have to see this one. It's mm-hmm. not that. This reminds me, I didn't see the other A24 one of recent times, which is Green Knight. Yeah, we talked about that I'm last failing. week. I'm failing pretty hard, but. but yeah, so it was all right. But eh, you, you guys could probably pass on it. Do you all remember, right. Dave? It's not important if you you don't need to look it up. But do you remember who directed this? Was it someone we knew or? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, it was some uh, foreign, foreign, foreign gentleman. We, uh, I said his name in one of the previous okay. podcasts, <laughs> and then I looked up his other movies, and it was like Vanderhoot and Schlicknog and stuff but like that. Can you just pull up so Jared could pronounce it? No, 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 no. So, yeah, I'll yeah. talk about the other thing I watched, which is actually very mainstream, and a lot of people have watched it. I watched all of Squid Game. Yes. Oh, Squid Game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of Squid Game memes very that much I don't understand. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I started understanding all the memes <laughs> that came out. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was a, a, it was a fun watch, but also, you know, How bit dark. How long is uh, Squid Game? Uh, nine episodes. Are they not long? So um, just kind of all over the place? Hour is a max. Okay. Some of them are shorter than that. There's gotcha. one episode that's only 30 minutes long. So um, it, I think it was a easy to get through watch, uh, but... No, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I prefer that, by the way, because it definitely means that they're not forcing a storyline. If an right. episode is told its story, then it's it's out. You know, it's there out. there is one episode, and I won't even say which one it is. If you ever watch it, you'll figure out which one. There are so many emotional elements in that episode mm. that like you just did not expect to have, mm. and they made you hate someone that you love love someone that you hated it, it does it just messes with your mind and then by the end of the show like everything is just all on its head um I, that's as much as i want to say without spoiling not, things but i will say this though i feel like it's maybe this is a weird statement to say because i i don't think this fits the the same way that just any random recommendation is going to give but i've never heard someone say anything bad about squid game but the reason why like i'm putting that little caveat on there is like maybe that's not a good assessment is i don't think squid game is going to attract people that aren't already good fit for squid game Mm. like squid game just is not something that just anybody like you're you, you know your 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 grandma, your grandpa is probably not going to sit down and watch Squid Game. No, it's most of the people I talk to are already watching Korean things, or you know they've they've been in anime or a no. Lot I won't it. even say that. I brought it up that I watched it at work, and everyone there, the students, the coworkers, everyone said, "Oh yeah, I watched that so too." So why Squid Game? I don't know. It, every once in a while, something will come on Netflix. The last one I think is uh, very apparent was. How in the world did Tiger King you know become that cultural that zeitgeist thing that I felt happened there? Like that, really that out of happened, place at work, not having seen. I that. think that was really timing with COVID. COVID, everyone was at yeah. home. This weird documentary popped up, and it just run rampant. I don't know why this one like gotten people's radar. Um, I will say it. It could be that the opening, the opening episode, yes. It it throws everything out there all at once, mm. so it kind of hooks you right away. 
So if people are like, oh, I'll just try the first episode, see if I like it. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to like it just after the first mm-hmm. episode. Interesting. I'm I'm really I would like to watch it. I'm my my time for television is it's pretty hard to get to. I'm still trying to watch Foundation. <laughs> I saw an episode that said is Squid Game for children. Yeah. And Amanda saw that uh, article and was like. Of course it isn't. Yeah, I was going to say with Jared, it's even harder when the whatever he needs to watch has to be watched without children in in place because it's like finding that time is few and far between. Yes, Uh, which is why like I don't have children because I can I can play as much new. My one regret is that uh, because I am watching my son, I can't look at the screen nonstop. Yep. So I had to put on dubbing. Yeah. I That's wish tough. I could have watched it with subtitles instead, but yep. yeah, I had to go that Are route. Are the actors better than they used to be? Mm, not not for your standards, no. Yeah. That was what always bugged me, because I, I would be open to watching dubbed movies if the I, caliber I acting was good. But Final Fantasy X actors is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some talented people in the cast of Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy X, yeah. uh, but uh, the not all of them. We'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the character's name to actually, uh, but uh, I say I, I volleyball. Like uh, what was you guys it? remember the movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist? Oh, yeah. The yeah. old man in that movie, I think, did the same voice for the old man in this movie, and that's all I could think of. It's just, this. it's the same people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. All right, guys, I went to the theater myself. I uh, found myself in Kansas City. Uh, over the weekend, and I had a couple of hours to kill, and so I went in, uh, to a Kansas City movie theater, which this is one thing I, I found there. Uh, they have a movie theater with a playground in it that they play kids' movies in, and you can go there and like your kids can kind of run around, kind of watch the movie, and you can watch the movie into. I was just like, wow, that's a really cool idea. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I took some pictures of it. I'll show it to you guys after we're done. Uh, You're taking right. pictures of other people's kids. You create. I don't think. I don't know if there's any kids in there. I I get used to that at theme parks of but, looking like a creeper. So. Yeah, I'll tell you some stories after we're done here. <laughs> uh, all right, so I did go see the new James Bond film. Uh, this is the finale to this current run of James Bond. A run you did not like. The run I did not like. The ending did not do much to uh, dissuade me of that. It is high quality entertainment. I'll say that. Just like it was something that occurred to me when I was watching it. The very the opening scene is so well done that it was just like it's gonna be. It'll be a real shame if movies of this caliber stop being made. Yeah, right. The uh, opening sequences are always so great, and yep. it it's one of those things too where it's like it it's it's usually in a Bond movie its own story that like you're seeing the end of, of yep. a different adventure. And you're like, man, I wish I would have got to see that adventure too. Yep. But they always find ways to make like the opening scene like this fantastic. So no yep. difference here. No, no difference here. It was great. Uh, the, the movie's all, all right. Here's the thing. I, I We've probably gone over this a couple different times, so I won't uh, beat the dead horse. But the way the way I like my James Bond is I like him rather silly. Yeah, some cheesy, I, uh, uh, you know, stuff. Yep. There. Roger like Moore is your favorite. I like to. I like my James Bond to almost be parody, not parody. Almost. Yeah. I want to see Roger Moore hang gliding with a cigar, a lit cigar in his mouth, <laughs> yeah. type of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. These movies just don't work for me. They're fine. Uh, they're well made. This one, I think, you're crazy. Has some story choices that 
really irritate me as a longtime Bond fan. Uh, but having said that, I seem to be uh, just about the only person that has the feelings about this current run. Everybody I know likes it. I have yet to hear many people say that uh, this new one is a bad finale to the series. Uh, I do like the villain. It's um, I was Mr. Robot. Uh, I was going to say, how was Rami Malek? He's good. I don't think the part is very good. But he does a good job. He does good. Yeah, he's he's great. He he chooses the scenery as uh, the villain. Who's it's the Bond girl this time around? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know the names. Okay. Yeah. Very. Uh, Unless it's Christy Sarah, he doesn't know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. was polishing my ring the whole time. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did uh, this, the Bond, uh, you know, the traditional um, uh, big to do uh, title sequences that they do in those movies. Yeah. yeah. It comes like 30 minutes into the movie in oh, this really? one. It was, it was really long. Wait, the opening scene you talked about isn't 30 minutes, is it? No, like, but there's a couple like, of okay. different things that have to happen. And then there's okay. a logical reason why the title sequences happen when they do but um i missed them because i was like oh i gotta go potty (laughs) (laughs) so i i did not see the title sequences which make me sad because i really uh (laughs) like those things all right guys that's it for me i say that we get into the movie of the week The movie of the week, which is Insidious Chapter 2. Are you going to write that down? I mean, I'm just amazed that you forgot what the name of the movie was as we transitioned over. I, I thought I thought you forgot, too. Yeah. No, I was You're like, all right, let's get into the movie of the week. Yeah, you just kind of... And then you stopped. I thought you forgot which movie we watched. Don't worry. In the the wonderful world of editing, I won't delete that, and I'm going to leave it in. I like it. You always make me sound intelligent, right? Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you're, 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 do- you're just out of your pattern. I don't yeah. think even Adobe a, has a filter that strong, Jared. The movie that I picked is—that's mm-hmm. how you do it. The movie that I picked there this week is Insidious Chapter Two. Uh, currently holds a 39% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Budget of five million. Box office. One hundred and sixty-one point nine million. Can't be upset about that. Those Bloomhouse people really know how to print money, yeah, don't Bloom they? Mansion. Wow. Yeah, no doubt. Let's go around and give our star ratings. Uh, I was afraid when I first started this movie. About halfway through, I was like, "Boy, I, I really remembered liking this. This is not good." I don't think that the second half is uh, fully redeems it. It shouldn't be as boring as it is early on, is what I'm saying, but. I think the second half of this movie is as strong as anything in the first movie and probably makes me like it just about as much as I did the first one. Uh, four stars for me. I disagree. Um, I wanted to love this movie. It's normally not something you would peg as an Eric movie, but I did like the first one. I, I'm, I don't hate it, though, so I'm going to say three stars. Okay. I'm on the fence on this one. Uh, I'm going to go two and a half stars because I feel like yeah, the first half of this movie is just almost a continuation of it's like I've already seen this. What am I like? Why am I watching this again? The first half of this movie is a lot of people walking around, yeah, having things maybe happen to them and stuff. Yeah, I know. And what you then mean. this, you're right. The second half of the movie started pulling me back a little bit, mm-hmm. 
but I don't know. Not enough not enough to save it, not enough to hate it, so I'm right in the middle. I love the second half of this movie. It's bonkers. Not only is it bonkers, but it has this time travel aspect yeah, going on. I, I, I mean, multiple storylines overlapping. This is this is Back to the Future two in horror. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we're not there yet, but I, like I will say, that is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, we're there. Um, well, I mean, normally we go around and, yeah, and say, there "Why is that your favorite part of the movie?" Here? Um, because I love Back <laughs> to the Future two, and uh, there was okay, so. There was one or two moments where my memory of the first movie was not strong enough to instantly know that this isn't like a, a scene again. Mm-hmm. But like it was this thing of like like there's that scene where um our two characters, Patrick Wilson and um I can't uh, think of her name, but Rose Byron. Rose Rose Byrne. Patrick like, Wilson's in this movie? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Didn't notice, huh? Like him. Um yeah. So uh uh they they have that scene where they're in the bedroom and yep. they're talking and it's a thing where it's like where the other scene leaves off. It's like kind of weird. And I'm like, you know, it's just transitioning. I'm like, well, she's clearly not like comfortably being around him because they, they just came in to like trap him. They, they suspect he's bad, you know, he's evil. So it's like, it's this thing where I'm like, this can't be a current thing, but I'm like, what are they trying to tell me here? And then like, it's very it's before he gets to the door but then i realized like is he when he's running towards like because there's that weird thing where like that creepy looking vampire dude like takes uh the you know goes to steal the baby yeah. and i'm like oh okay and we've i think we've already seen at that point that there's like some back to the future two kind of stuff going on and i'm like oh this is the scene with the door yeah where he gets so i'm like oh they're showing us the, the first where movie he doesn't close the door yeah yeah uh, so i thought that was really cool of like whether or not that was their plan initially when they wrote the fir- first one, they made it make sense where all the weird, some well, not all the weird stuff, but some of the weird stuff that happens in the first movie mm-hmm. is actually done by good characters in the second movie. Yeah. So you think it's ominous or evil in the first one. So it, it's going to be those things where it's going to put a cool spin on it if yes. you go rewatch the first one again because you just ass- are assuming just all this ominous intent. Um and then, like, it, you know, you're talking about the finale of this one. They have that scene where, you know, they, they interview young Josh. And he he does that thing where he talks and he points. And so, of course, you assume it's, you know, to the the, the bride or whatever that's mm. following him. But but it is that cool thing when it's like, oh, and, and when you see the door open, like, it is literally one of our characters is walking over and opening the door. So it's like any of those moments, I'm 100% down. And also, even when it doesn't really... It isn't necessary. I love any of the scenes where they're in what they call the further, I think. Yeah. Like when they're outside in the mist. Yeah. Um, like those are always The way he cool. films that is really awesome. Yeah. Even though like I don't feel like in this movie it, it's as necessary. Not that you don't shouldn't have it there, but like it is really creepy and weird the first time you see it in the first movie. Mm. But like I don't need too much of it in the second movie. I'm like, oh, here we are again. Like I, I for a storytelling perspective, I get it. But yeah, it is one of those things where it uh, it was diminishing returns seeing it's like because I'm like, okay, there's going to be a moment where they're completely surrounded by people because it's literally like the same reusing the same stuff from the first one. Um, Except you don't have the tiptoe through the window guy. Tiptoe mm-hmm. through the window. Yeah, some tiny Tim there. Uh, mm-hmm. I love it. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I loved I loved any of that, and I knew that. Okay, knowing you, I knew that. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, Jared's gonna love all this. Like, you know, because because that is that thing too. Of there's that reveal 
where you see that the person that he's talking to in the picture or whatever because because it's not even the picture it's like they mess with the video right i love and that they, part uh i love the fact that they're able to clean up yes, the video the yeah, I, just, <laughs> I laughed yeah. real hard. i digitized it yeah <laughs> so the, the okay that's how it works guys you know yeah. you just you know what you up the filter i'm okay know? with that <laughs> i'd rather have that than any of the what we used to say the person of interest like mm. you zoom know, in yeah uh clearing up and a little like bar going across mm. i'm okay with it being ridiculous yep. if you know how it works but they don't they don't make it unrealistic when they're doing it. it's fine yep. um so like yeah when but when it clears up and you're expecting to see something evil and mm. it's adult josh uh, and I, i'm like oh, i just love, I love it. it yeah oh. i know i was like oh that's cool um and uh, so that that's my favorite part, but I do want to I do want to give an honorable mention to my favorite part of the first movie, which is the characters of Specs and Tucker. Yeah, I love those two guys. I don't think they're as funny as some side, other side characters in other movies. It's like it's not like they're pure humor, but those two guys I just love like that argument they have about the quesadilla yeah and then like later whenever at the end of the movie like isn't he i didn't see what it, cause it was like Pops is he out. eating a quesadilla when he's talking to the lady at the door he's eating something when they knock like on the a door. hot pocket no that was like a hot pocket okay it just wouldn't make sense if it was a quesadilla mm. <laughs> like a little throwback but yeah i love just those two characters um this bumbling idiots that they are mm-hmm. but yet are just surprisingly brave uh for for weird times yeah like they i will say this I like I like the humor that is involved in them. I will say that they don't seem very consistent for the bravery of it. There are times when they are very, very afraid of things, and it's things you should be afraid of. Mm. But then there are times where they have they walk into something that any human would be losing their minds with fear, and they walk in very confidently, and then something will scare them in there. Yeah. So it's like like that scene when they walk in to all those like dead bodies and the the cloths over the oh heads. Yeah. yeah they walk in very calmly to a scene where i'm like there is no way and it clearly smells like death oh and they've all they also know that it's an like a not a friendly entity that is trying to get them at that point in mm-hmm. that house like uh, there's just a few convenient things for like you know the what they have those characters do but i do love the character so I'm, i was glad to see them uh return and if there's a third one i hope they're in there too is there a third one to this year there is there's uh, four i think i never bothered to watch the fourth one one of my favorite things about this movie is the fact that even though there's a uh scary ending which is the genre yeah. they truly do give a happy ending to our characters in one and two. And unless they bring him back in four and I'm not aware of it, uh, they have nothing to do with three. Is three directed by James Wan or no? Okay. No, uh, I, I, I don't like three. Okay. I really did not like three. Uh, but that's probably because the thing I like about, uh, one and two is Patrick Wilson. And, uh, tell, you know, tell me about it. Well, I guess, I guess I like Rose too, but really it's Patrick Wilson, you know, but no, I really were, like were you getting disappointed when he was turning ugly and his teeth were falling out. Uh, why would that bug me? He can never turn <laughs> ugly in Jared's eyes. That's right, man. Jared would have, Jared would have grabbed that tooth so fast, but for different reasons. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> he, this he joke is getting a little yeah, out of hand. He would have been sliding his foot across the carpet for uh, that 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 uh, tooth for a different reason. Let me tell you, he's gonna clone his own Patrick Wilson. <laughs> oh gosh! I just he puts love, it in a petri dish. <laughs> I really do hopes. love the fact that they give a happy ending to them, and and not even a loophole 
maybe it's happy, maybe it's not. Like, it's a truly happy ending for those characters. I really, really appreciated the fact that they did that. You don't get that in horror films very often. Now, let me ask you this, because I know in the end of uh, the first Insidious, Mm -hmm. you don't like how that ended. I did not. Okay. Does this movie kind of make you go back and like it a little more, or is it... Well, I still judge Insidious 1 on its own merits. Sure. Uh, now, I think there are scenes in Insidious 1 that are more fun because of Insidious 2. Right. The scene in the house, of course. Right. Uh, stuff like that. But I, even though I'm such a horror movie fan, I will always hate the cliche of everything's fine, and then... <laughs> in the end, it's not. Well, I the can't first movie, if thing. I remember right, Jared, and correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't it end well but then the movie's not over and so then they have to feel like they have to tag it but it doesn't like if i remember right it ends oh it, like it has a good ending it's just that's not yeah, really the end that's ending. how every horror film ends to to be fair though i i'm not saying that it, it was a good choice but i'm saying I, I will i will say that at least they didn't just kind of do some hand wavium about that moment to make a second one. They made that moment be the pl- yep. plot of the second one. It's not really so. It, it even though it's a terrible moment, it doesn't feel like a throwaway cheap moment because they make it literally the plot of the second movie. Yeah, because you know you, what you what you could have with the second one is some quick explanation that is like, oh, he's fine because we want Patrick Wilson back and he's the good guy again. Don't worry. And it's mm-hmm. like some you know first couple minutes they they pull a they pull a, a you know. Uh, Aliens three uh, moment there, <laughs> you know. Uh, takes, takes a lot of cojones. They, they don't. To pull they don't. Newt, they don't newt him. Uh, yeah. You know. So. All right, Dave. Uh, I'm. I'm sorry, Dave. Are yep. you? Uh, sorry, it's something I had to text about, but oh, I can, I'll get it in a sec. Um, we were talking about cliches that mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of. I'm getting so tired of the oh, it's a spooky nursery rhyme that they're saying. Yeah, there's it's a spooky baby monitor like that has been kind of overdone. I did like the the cup, the little cup telephone thing though. That was all right because it's creepy. It, it it's not even that it was creepy. I mean, instantly when I saw that cup telephone, you know I go, "It's being set up." I yeah. go, "Yeah, I know yeah. where it's where it's going," but. It it's different. How, did you also understand that the, when you saw the uh, that ridiculous toy that the baby is supposed to walk in? Uh-huh. Yeah, that that was going to also play into it. Yeah, I just I, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Holy cow!" How many times are the characters going to accidentally trip that up? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say this. I mean, we're not. I mean, I don't want to take over Dave's time. But when I will say one of my least favorite things is some of those kind of moments where. This movie, when I want to like it more, does really terrible things that I hate in the horror genre, which is just lean back on like jump scares. Mm-hmm. This movie's really heavy in yeah. the jump scares, like, and there was a lot of those with the baby stuff. But, yep. but yeah, um, you were saying though, Dave. Sorry, you no, like the nursery rhyme thing. It, well, yeah, here's I, I will I, say this: Is it more okay for the fact that this is part two? Of a movie, like they're gonna so. they're gonna run some of the same bells that they did the first right. time. Right, I guess it's just in like every horror movie now yeah not just no, i'm not just talking about this one and the first one yep. it's it just keeps on coming up to the point where i'm like okay i get it if you say it they slowly, all can't be hereditary dave right that's true but if you say a nursery rhyme slow enough it's creepy now mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah so i'm kind of getting over that yep that's why i'm bringing up that things that you like besides patrick wilson <laughs> What no, if we, I didn't like Patrick I say, Wilson? We can, we can talk oh, about Patrick didn't. Wilson. As well oh, as what want. if I didn't? 
No, I, I did. Um, no, I thought the things I liked is kind of what you said. The second half of this movie, um, I guess once we get to good Patrick Wilson, because they don't really bring him up as being in the, I guess I keep, I want to call it the upside down, but I know that's not right. They called it the, I don't know if they called it that in the first one, but he called it the, the further. Yeah. Hmm. Once the, once you get and see him in the further. Yeah. In the other, other realm. You can yeah. At the piano. Yeah. That that's when it's kind of like okay, this is starting to because at that point you're just like, all right, is he gone completely? Where where mm-hmm. did he go? Is it just all bad? Mm-hmm. Bad Jack, John, Josh, Josh, Josh. is it yeah. just bad Josh, Josh now. Josh and Renee are their their names. I remember. So yeah, so that's that's what I like most. Just uh, like, to me, it's just this. I th- I think for me it's the moment when they do that funny thing where they they're able to digitize the image oh, and yeah. uh cuz then it's like all right something is actually happening here the, the rose walking around uh the house is going to end up paying off at some point it is yeah. let me ask you this this is kind of getting into some bad stuff but uh did you guys get the feeling that she didn't want to be in this movie no um, she, I don't, I feel like, I feel like, uh, his mom actually played more of a role in this movie than she did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe. I don't I, think so. I'm, I don't, I don't here's the thing. She's about. not a bad actress. Right. And I'm not going to be able to say like, look at this scene. It's not strong material. I mean, that's partly true too. I'll, I'll give you that there. She, she, she doesn't have a lot to work with in the movie. I just had this distinct feeling every time I watched her that this was an actress, an A actress, who's just truly not much into this one. Mm-hmm. Didn't come off that way to me, but I mean, I'm I'm not saying that there's any moments where I was like, man, did you see that performance? Mm. But I, again, I never really... Maybe she just realized that she's acting alongside Patrick Wilson and just knows she was that. probably bummed out because they kept trying to, to de-hunk patrick wilson like yeah. all day so she was just She's like oh she no i'm gonna have to protest. hit him with you, a wrench you, you can't do that eric yeah you can't she she like What'd she you tried say, to get him to, i said oh no i'm gonna have to hit him with a wrench <laughs> yeah. no i might i might ugly him up no he's gotta he's gotta uh grow up and write jersey devil and make my uh make my uh entire day she was, one time she was probably mm-hmm. mad that they wouldn't let her take the tooth home as like a souvenir <laughs> you know it seems gross, man. Yeah. When he pulls it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dave, anything else you want to say as far as like? I, I, yeah. What would you no. think about the guy with the dice? He what grew on think me. I think it's him. a pretty cool horror movie type of thing. Yeah. Like, I, if yeah. that character exists in real life, I'm just like, you you do what? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, it fit with this movie. I thought it was fun. I like that. But this movie, these movies... They are serious. These aren't comedies, and they're not, you know, they're not even borderline satires like uh, the Roger Moore uh, Bonds that I talked about earlier. But these movies do really have a don't take it too seriously. This is all pretty goofy yeah. mentality to them that I I like. And so that character in a nut, like if that character shows up in Hereditary, I would have just been like, what in the world are we doing here? But he really fits. It's just like, so you mean to tell me he throws dice? And then he picks out words from the dice. Okay, I got it. I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm go. okay with that. I just don't think he was a very well executed character out of the get go. Yeah, but he grew on me over time. Yeah, me too. I, yeah, I didn't like Carl and his you know whatever they were doing with Carl him too, uh, too much uh, at the beginning. 
Um, I I don't know. I'm going to save what my, my comment. I was going to elaborate there till till the end there because it is a very negative side of the, my opinion of this movie. But but yeah, he he grew on me, and I, I do. Even when he grew on me, though, there are some moments where like his his safety's in danger. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. I'm not trying to be mean, but like he's not a character that I was like. No, I, save I, Carl. You know? No, I like that scene where it, when he's like, "What's j- behind?" Josh's, and then he stops, and then he goes, <laughs> yeah. "What's behind Parker's back?" Yeah, that part is cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I like the the look on uh, Patrick Wilson's face too. Whenever mm-hmm. he says it, like, yeah, it's good. Um, oh gosh, man, that scene frustrated me with how bumbling they all were as they fought him. By the way, too, yeah. but you know, he is possessed by <laughs> like That's an evil right. spirit, I guess. But yeah. but yeah, the ghost of Patrick. All right, boys. I say we transition into things that we don't like. Patrick uh, Wilson. W- <laughs> you, sir, are done for. Yeah. Are you serious? No. Cool. Uh, they definitely, there's moments where they don't use him very well, but I don't blame Patrick Wilson. Like, some of the evil Patrick, it's weird because it's like Nick Cage. Like, it's both amazing and then terrible at, like, at, like almost equal moments mm-hmm. in time. Like, some of the stuff where he's trying to be creepy, like when he stands in the doorway and says, I'm going to take the kids to school is so ominous and creepy, mm. but it's in a scene where we know that he's bad and she suspects he's bad, but they're not leaning full on on the he's demonic yet. So it's like, it is just the way that the light is behind him in the front. Like those, he's backlit. So the front of him is dark and he, his posture is perfect. It's this perfect evil posture in the way that his arms hang. I don't yeah. even know how to like, you almost have to literally pull up the scene. And I'm like, I don't know if that's direction or if that's just Patrick Wilson. All I know is it's great. And there's a couple moments where like he, he has this sly evil look to him, even though he's being nice with the way that he does his expressions. Yes. Great. But then there's times where like he's, supposed to be falling apart and the makeup is just terrible for like let's let's make him look like he's sickly Um, Uh, that's an interesting point i actually i i liked the the look of him as he's falling apart some scenes because we're not great i i always hate it when they try to age yeah uh characters but in this movie it's like listen he's on a demonic possession or whatever you want to call it like i'm going for it does it look real no but I don't know. I didn't have a problem. What did you think about no, that? No, I, I don't think it was supposed to look, like, realistic as far as, like, turning old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it not supposed to look realistic as in uh, a demon is inside you, mm-hmm. and you are supposed to look unhealthy. Yeah, it just didn't look Keeps super realistic up. to me at times. No, but I don't, but here, I don't here's think that's what negative. they were going for, yeah. though, right? Here's yeah, a negative. I feel did like they, they take, so what, the old woman, what is her name? The... Yeah, which one? I mean, the the old woman, meaning like, like the, the, the ghost good lady, Elise. Elise. Mm-hmm. Did they take Elise's voice, voice yes. and put it? And over? it doesn't. It doesn't work very it well. Doesn't no. work. Yeah, yeah, I noticed it too. Yeah, that was one because I even was sitting there. I'm like, that voice is not matched. They were that afraid you weren't going to be able to tell who the character right. was. Right. I'm like, Jared. okay, I'm not well, an idiot. And it's not. It's not that the voice doesn't match. It's that it's not dubbed well. It's noticeably not dubbed well. Yeah. Yeah. That's strange because. Even though this is a five million dollar movie, it's like meaning it's not than super it should be. Yeah, say again. it's like louder than it should be too. Like yeah, so it's like it doesn't really the way that she speaks, the volume. I believe. Really yeah, it's a. It, it, I what don't what you saying. understand, you theater <laughs> audience? I was going to bring that up <laughs> and literally ask you. They put Did a you name like tag on not? her. Yeah, mm-hmm. they put a name tag on her. Hello, oh, I'm Elise. Yeah. All right, all right, Eric. You were saying. 
I mean, just I, I made a joke about Patrick Wilson, and then you grilled me on it. But mm-hmm. like, if you want like a real like yeah, negative for me, wrong. Uh, I do, I do not like the evil spirit in this. Um, either the one. mother, either one, really. Um, so I will say this: Is the idea of Parker Crane super creepy? Yes. Is the idea that he tried to castrate himself and he all the other stuff like uh, like if you just take the 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 bullet points of that character mm-hmm. and his history, it's overly creepy. That room with all the like the 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 almost like a church participants in the pews, yes. like it's super creepy. But it's almost too creepy. Like it's like mm. look like you can make a serial killer creepy, and it's like they they took it like too far. I think. Um, and then the like the really the the icing on the cake for me is they the they try and make the mother you know mother mortis uh okay um which by the way he quickly knows the exact it means exactly what it says it is it's the mother of Parker Crane it's like how do you know that <laughs> but anyway um but they they try and make this creepy lore for this movie mm-hmm. which is you know that creepy thing in the first movie. Well, here's the explanation, and man, is it really like drawn out and creepy, and and you know, it's not just a, like a demon or whatever. By the way, is she supposed to be like it's supposed to be his mother? But I mean, it's treated as like like almost like she's a demon that is affecting him. Like what? It, what is that? Is she is she possessed when she's the mother of Parker Crane? Like what is supposed to be the actual story there? You think? Like I want to know that before I go any further. I guess. Do you think she is supposed to actually be like in the way that he's possessed? So, like, say the way that Josh is possessed later, mm-hmm. is that what the mother is, and that's and because of that, Parker grows up messed up, or or and then he becomes an evil spirit later, or is like she, she just a bad gift mother? And is it, she just a terrible, crazy person, or is she literally possessed by something, or or an actual? I can't demon? say that I ever thought about it, but the possibility of what you're saying is true—that she had some kind of possession, and so it's just reverberating down the line, but. I always at least took it on face value that she was just a horrible, horrible Is she just person. such a horrible person that in death she becomes an evil spirit because she's just like in the same way that Parker kind of does? Well, let me also ask this. Hmm. Does Josh get possessed because he meets Parker Crane in the hospital? Like, and if that's the case, why the heck did Josh's mother bring him to an ICU while she's working? Why not? She didn't know anything about being She didn't possessed. know. But but it is that thing too. But, of, so that scene cuz again, don't bring a child to a hospital. Yeah, but you're you're yeah. talking about children today. Well, we find out later in a hospital in the 80s. I we guess. find out later that the bride in black is Parker in his female disguise that he used while killing people. Right. So and in in the story of the first one, it you know, it's constantly getting closer to getting uh, Josh and it's it's it wants like to, to grab Josh which I think when you know that makes that scene where he grabs Josh in the hospital mm-hmm. scarier because he's alive at that point but it's like he's he grabs him even in that moment and gets gets him mm-hmm. um, but it is this thing of like I feel like more weight is laid onto that of like why does he like why would he care about who Josh is because they they do a throwaway hand wavium thing where they're like well he just wants to be a kid again because he didn't have a child and that's why he wants Josh and it's mm-hmm. like it's a little bit of a stretch um, but I, I I I'm okay with the creepiness of Parker Crane I just they feel like it's super forced the whole story of Parker Crane the way that they unveil it in this movie is super forced super quick and it is just really just. Base, playing off the goodwill of the first movie um, for that creepiness of that character because you don't know you don't have an explanation for that character so they're 
ramshackled like explanation that they have feels really forced and really quick and and i could have done without it i think you could have made a, a creepy movie and not had to take it that far and make that that grand of a like a uh, an explanation what do you think, um, dave kind of have- a lot of times i throw to you when i disagree with them but i want to see what you say no i actually kind of agree with them okay. i i think of um and i don't think this is really a spoiler but i think of the uh what's the other patrick wilson movies the conjuring the conjuring and how they had a creepy nun that was incredibly scary and then all of a sudden they're like let's make a whole movie out of this let's mm-hmm. really give her a storyline that's kind of how i feel about this it's well, like, like how do they you had a creepy a demon. Yeah. yeah they had a demon in the first movie, and they're like, oh, people were scared by that. Let's give a story behind that. We can't go mm-hmm. down a notch. We got to right. at least be the same level, and we, we were reversing a demon, so we got to make this... to it, man. We got to make this crazy story to match for Parker Crane now, like, you know, if there know. even was it, a Parker Crane. Like, it's, The movie is so weird. It's just it's fast. And though. off the wall. Yeah, it, well, and the pace is fast in the second half on top The of reveals it. come fast and often, and they are very elaborate for the no i'm just having so much fun in the second half of this movie that i, I again guess this the stuff back to the future me. 2 stuff i loved all the all the reveals of moments of the first movie that are what it actually is mm-hmm. from what's actually going on through this weird time travel loop thing sure but like the the story of the evilness evil stuff in this i could i hated to be honest um but i was gonna say so there's that it's not even like i mean it's in the spirit realm right and they're supposed to be seen because you see like a real parker because that girl on the bed ends up being like parker um why did they make the mom be like like you know evil makeup when she's being the mom it's too much man so i'm okay i'm okay with when she's dead Mm -hmm. and she's fully transitioned into the i'm haunting you evil spirit like if you see her in the house or whatever but she looks exactly the same but that flashback when she's yelling at parker Yeah. yeah She Correct me if I'm wrong, but easily well makeup done. Let's man. let's talk about it. Correct me if I'm wrong, and tell me if there's anything that will contradict what I'm saying here, because this is how I yeah. took it. Okay, you're wrong. We are not seeing the, the literal reason. version of the events. We are seeing the events through the nightmare uh, translation from Parker Crane's memories. That's how I take it. We can go I, that route. I guess. Sure. Man. Do you think that I'm do you think I'm making that up? Because that I okay. don't. I guess it could be a possibility. I, I'll I mean, say this. what we're seeing is not live. It's right. I'll like, say this. Maybe you're right. And I still don't care because it comes off as super <laughs> cheesy. It comes off in the movie as cheesy. But is this it's movie like, filled with cheese, though? I was like, am I watching like cheese what, quesadillas? Am I watching like Ooh. a local like theater troupe right now? Like, like it's really over the top. Like it's it's almost like makeup. Where again, like in a theater, they're like these people are going to not be up next to the TV. Mm-hmm. They're going to be really far away. So we have to really overblow like the the mascara and the makeup and make it really visual and pop from a distance. But it's like that's what it felt like, and I'm watching it on screen. I, I don't know. I just I feel like in a movie where you can have cool because like when they go outside and it's that smoke stuff, I'm not saying that again for for comparatively like we talked about Dune, the visuals in this movie are not Dune, but they don't come off as cheesy when they do like CG or special effects or anything. And I feel like it looks so good in so many other scenes that it really pulls me out of it when I'm like, that's clearly makeup. Yeah, but also let's look at the budget. It was only five million. You can do they, better than that, though. Man. But I don't think you're ever able to use let me see if I, how I can phrase this. 
I will be impressed when your movie looks better than it should on your budget. I will never allow the budget restraints to be an excuse for your movie being stupid. Does that make sense? Uh, that makes sense, but I'm impressed I when you do think, it well. I don't. I don't give you. I don't free think what Eric is don't. saying is so outlandishly dumb that we need to be like, oh, this this really took me out of the movie. I mean, it doesn't well, come off whole, as cheesy that, though. Like really, but like I, I, I know agree with you, but I'm like, I think it's in line with the rest of the movie. I don't know, man. I but she is meant to be terrifying. She does not come off as terrifying. She comes off like soap opera actress. Like, I, it, it doesn't... She, I, I, for one, we talked about good performances. I don't think that person has had a good performance. Like, I don't think the the person who plays the the evil mom... What was her... Again, I keep calling her Mother Mortis because I don't know what they actually called her, but Mother Crane. Good to me. Um, I don't think the actress did a good job even with what she was given. But maybe, again, maybe they wanted it to be super cheesy. But I, I think she looks terrible. I think she's not scary, which is a real problem. Um, the times where she is supposed to be scary, I didn't in a movie full of jump scares and did get me a couple times. Mm-hmm. None of the jump scares of the mom ever scared me. I don't think they did a single thing with that mom that scared me. Not one. That seems like a problem to me when she's the big bad. Parker Crane is the one actively doing everything, but she's supposed to be the big bad. And I, 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 I mean, again, can you name a scene where you were scared of her? I, I know that's asking a lot. I, we always say name a funny scene and I can't, even though there's like multiple funny things, I won't remember the joke, but like it is that thing. I just, I don't remember being scared by that character a single time. That feels like a problem. I don't feel like insidious chapter two is very you? well. No, I, th- that demon in the first one, when they go in that room is pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think insidious one is scarier. I don't find a lot in Insidious Chapter 2 to be of the scary nature. I, I think they lean in on a little bit more of the silly nature of the movie in 2 than they did in 1. Yeah. So I don't actually think that there's much scary. About the only part that I think is creepy is when they're in the further and he's like, there's a guy standing right in front of you talking and then they cut to the guy yeah, and he's that one pointing creepy, over yeah. like something about that. An there's, old man with no shirt and all flat. Just unnerving. There is, um, it's something I realized one of the first times I went to a haunted house where they get very close up to you and as human beings, we're, we're really not used to having our bubbles. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, even when people get closer than they should, you, you I mean, have Jared, especially it, his lifelong best friends, if they hug him goodbye, he, he oh, allows he's it. He's gotten over he that. He allows it. He's not over it. He allows it because, you know, he knows, but he's never like, oh man, I'm so excited to get that hug. No, I try. Yeah. I'll tell But I'm just saying, your bubble is this, journey I, to The be point like I'm that, making though. here is Jared's bubble is especially small. Well, I think everyone's personal bubble, if someone you're not close with gets that close to you, it's unnerving. Yeah, yeah. and they like and they stare into your eyes. It, it and there's this challenging <laughs> yeah. thing when people do that. It's it's unnerving when when stuff like that happens. So, I think there's something about that part where it's just like that guy is standing so close to him. And of course, like the idea that he's shirtless and stuff like that and he looks weird, it just it really got me. I also don't know what to think about that because they they do that like that double reveal of like because there's the who's dead and who's not of the three, right? Of Carl, Specs, Coral. and Tucker. Um, and they immediately tell you that Carl is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he ends up not being later. 
it, it didn't it felt kind of cheap but i didn't really hold that against it for that reveal of you're not actually dead you know there's a chance for you i felt i felt your heartbeat and i waited till now to mention <laughs> like, like it, <laughs> you know what i mean can't you just take the happy right. ending but i'm just Come saying on. it's one of those sure okay um but it, i remember in the scene that you're talking about with the old man mm. being confused because i'm like okay are they trying to say that Carl can see him Coral. because he's dead. I, I was trying to go the whole time without acknowledging. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I was trying to go the whole time and I started to and it's too late now because I have now acknowledged it. But, uh, I was like, how many times am I going to have to bring this same yeah, joke when before Rick and, I get it? When Rick and Carl, uh, Carl, uh, Coral. Um, <laughs> so when, when they're out there and I'm like, okay, are they trying to say that he can see him because he's kind of a medium or are they trying to say because he's dead and there's all this stuff of like okay you know what are they trying to say here and then like i was okay with it because i'm like well he's dead but then it's also weird because there are other things and he's carl doesn't seem to be seeing everything mm. he just sees like certain things but then like he's not dead and i'm like i don't know i i I, I don't you know he's never really portrayed to be as powerful as elise that's why they need elise's help right but He's like, I don't know. I just, I felt like it was weird inconsistencies with his own powers, we'll just say. Um, and I was okay with it when he's dead. But then when there's the reveal that he's not dead, I don't know how I feel about that. Because I don't feel like he's set up to be as as in tune with it to be like, I can just straight up seed. Because before, he's sensing things. I'm not saying he shouldn't be more Maybe aware. Maybe he's of, fading in and out. Like maybe he dies and then he comes back to life. I like it. He's, yeah. so, he's so close to the other side. Yeah. Did you like that she she crossed over and came back? Did, Who well, crossed over? They, they at least mentions that she went to heaven. She doesn't say the words, but oh yeah, she says something along the lines of "I've been there" or something like yeah. That. And I I've, and I I know I saw you needed help and I came back. Or yeah. Whatever. See, I love little stuff like that. Like you like that the line just kind of there's no explanation for it. It's just kind of yeah. there. Basically, I what I like about the Insidious movies is there's a really interesting dark mythology built into the background of it. I, I feel like this is going to be heavily disagreed with it. it. Maybe not heavily by Dave, but I feel like you are going to not feel this way. I really dislike the character of Elise. Um, hmm. I think she is too powerful did you that, not see the scene in the first one where she put on a gas mask? Yeah. that's No, that scene is amazing. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. That scene is amazing, and I love that they show the gas pack. Even though they didn't use it, they're like, remember this? Yeah. Hey, remember this? You like that, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah, we'll sit on I a dummy. I love that is gas that, mask. Is that dummy going to move? I don't know. Maybe we'll move. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm just saying that scene is awesome. But I feel like Elise is just... She's basically Gandalf. Yes, I love Gandalf. Yep. But she just has the answer for everything at all times. Um, even she's just, she's just way too powerful with no real boundaries to her powers. It doesn't. There's no like. Yeah, you just you can't really like get her. it. You I can't like get a good bearing. I do, but I don't think she's used well in the second one. I feel like because everything feels so rushed as they're going through the story of Parker Crane and the reveals and everything. I feel like every time she's used in this, it's just really cheesy. It doesn't really work. I don't. They, they expect me to care at the end and her and Carl's relationship or whatever. And it's just like, I just don't care. Um, I feel like she is exactly what Patrick Wilson's character is in the conjuring movies mm-hmm. in the sense of the people that are mm-hmm. here to help and they're Ed. very prepared. 
Ed and Lorraine. But, Come but, on, man. But it is this thing Love. of like the Ed and Lorraine are more of, uh, let's just say a Batman, right? They yeah. are, they're going to take some punches and they are, they are just dealing. They're, they're more prepared than anyone else in the room, but they're still human and they're still dealing with it. Right. I mean, Elise is Superman with no kryptonite. I mean, she dies. I guess that's the kryptonite, but yeah. she. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, though? She doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. It's nothing like Superman. I know, you love, <laughs> I know you love Superman, but I'm just saying. I do love Superman. You do love Batman as well, too. I, I just I feel like she is too powerful, mm-hmm. and I just don't care about her anyway. So it's like they don't... I care about Ed and Lorraine Warren. I, I love, don't care about Elise. I just don't. Well, She's there to move the plot along. I don't have any emotional... It's rare that you movie. will ever find fictional characters. I lo- I guess they're whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, it is rare to find movie characters I like as much as I do Ed and Lorraine from the Conjuring uh, trilogy so far. I don't. It's uh, it's hard not to compare the two though because again they are yeah, the bring in the I help, bet you she's bring in the big guns. Them. You know what I mean? But Dave, just, what do you think about uh, that character? I liked her better in the first movie. Yeah. I have to agree with Eric. In the second one, she's yeah, she's kind of thrown out as a I guess as a linchpin. Mm-hmm. Like we need her just to get this story moving along, but what does she really do other than like, oh yeah, I'm she's here so, now. I think I'm I, here now. Let's go. Much better than the Superman reference. I think you calling her Gandalf is much more. Uh, I can get that reference. Correct. Yeah. Remember when she said, <laughs> "Look to the north." I, I say, right. Remember before she fought the ball, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> fly you fools, Bali. Yes. Uh, yeah. Follow you fools. Uh, and then... Uh, fly you fools. Yeah. At the end of the movie... Follow. What? Yeah. Follow you fools. It's, it's, so fly... It's just like the uh, Luke, I am your father isn't actually Luke, I am your father. Um, it, it's just something that like it's become stuck in your mind that that is what the line is. But but what is it? Folly, you fools. Folly? Yep. What folly? What's folly? folly. You don't know what the word folly means? No. So uh, folly is like foolishness. foolishness. Yeah. yeah, like you're making a mistake, like So fools, you fools? Uh go. You know, like he was like, a linguist. This is folly right, in a sense. Okay. This is This is, you know, foolishness. Go, you fools. In my head it's fly, you fools. Well, Let's, that's because can we tackle this whenever they put it. the extended cuts on uh, Netflix? Yeah, yeah. the twenty-one day extended cut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we, what we were talking about, we were talking about when um, she wrote in on Shadowfax. <laughs> 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 right. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, we're we're going down a rabbit hole. Dave, anything about the movie that you don't like? I'm done. Yeah, I'm good. The only thing I'll say, uh, and it's already been said, is the and the reason I'm. Even that, though I'm at four stars, is because I, it, the movie completely redeemed itself. But the first half of this movie is pretty rough. Yeah. It's uh, not, I was not liking yeah, it. Yeah. Well, and I was scared. I was like, man, I told him that I thought this movie was better than the first one. And I don't remember what I was thinking. This We're, is not there's good. There's a scene with Rose and the uh, mother of Parker. I forget her name. Mother Mortis or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's what we- That whole scene. It's like. Uh, I don't care. It didn't scare me. It wasn't like suspenseful, in my opinion. The I one where she slaps her, yeah, yeah. and then she jumps oh, out. Yeah. It's like just slaps her, and it's not. I did think it was pretty cool when she came down the stairs and the uh, the furniture like knocked up. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, 
Uh, I didn't. Yeah. None of that stuff gets me. All right. By the way, is that house? And I say this as someone who's not watched this movie in a while. But there's a scene when they're looking in the room, the piano room. Yes. It looked like my memory, and I again, I've seen this movie once. Is that the same house that is used in Oculus? It looked like the same room. In I my thought it. Too. You know what's interesting? I I th- I had the same idea. That, that room it like and where the, the window room. is. I like I had a like feeling I'd seen that house before. Yeah. I'll say that. I, I won. Uh, no, Oculus would have been made a long a while before this. But it's still, if you have, you know, an in with like using that that. Oh, maybe place. I don't know. Well, and I think I could be wrong. I think both were Bloomhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I'm asking. Like, yeah, interesting. Um, I didn't I read know. the MD, IMDb trivia. Did anybody else? Nope. No. I uh, wonder. If I finished this movie on my lunch break today. So, yep. um, no, nah, yeah, I just, I just, I thought this movie. I know it's trying to be more mystical sometimes than than scary, but it's still supposed to be scary. Yeah, and right. I just feel like most of the scary stuff falls flat. I'm more, I'm down for the time travel and the humor. And I will say again, Patrick Wilson in certain scenes was scary, but I feel like that was really weighted on the, the Patrick His performance yeah. was perfect. Okay. <laughs> Jared? The end. Okay, <laughs> right. really. Okay, before before we cross... I, I'd we, mic drop, but we've we, basically I know how ended speaking cost, about so. in, in, Insidious. But speaking of that, that comment, it does make me want to bring up something because I don't know any other good chance for the pod. Mm. Um, you love anything Patrick Wilson does, right? Anything. You pre- I don't... Are man, you prepared to, to stick by that? Are you going to Are you gonna Mikey this? Are you gonna Are you gonna give it ten stars on a Tarantino before you see something? No, because Patrick Wilson is in a movie that you are gonna hate, and right. everything about Jared should hate this. And if you tell me you like this movie, I'll know that you've gone full crazy for Patrick Wilson. Have you seen what his like what he's in next? No, he's in a Roland Emmerich film, Jared. Oh yeah, and it is like okay. Do you know how like Roland Emmerich's like? Let's, guess, we gotta, we gotta, I guess he wanted to cash in, huh? We got, we got to kick it up a notch. Okay. What disaster do you think is befalling the world in the next Roland Emmerich film? In the here? last Roland Emmerich film he made... There was no trailer for this when you saw it? Uh, not that okay. I know of. Uh, the last Roland Emmerich film he made was the sequel to Independence Day, which somebody told me that the aliens pick up one city and then drop it on another city. <laughs> so at this point, I can't imagine so, and what if you don't kind know, of weirdness. Any disaster that movie out. that you think of, you know, like any After Tomorrow, them. like yes. any of them, they're all Roland Emmerich and oh, they're all like Oh, terrible. wait, I have seen this okay. <laughs> trailer. So, so again, it's not enough to have a hurricane or again i just want to i want to hear one guess you you can be completely wrong what do you think and it's escalated it's escalated jared so if if the stakes have raised from anything didn't the world how do you escalate the the last one where the world flooded or whatever like 2012 or whatever like like yeah i never saw that one okay so by the way that was his still still again still escalated so what do you think they've come up with now to raise the stakes I don't know. Nothing in your pocket. So you can't drop a city on top of another city. Why don't you drop a planet on top of another planet? This one is called Moonfall. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing in the theater. And when I saw it starred like Patrick Wilson, I was like, yes, finally. Jared's love and his hate. One of his most beloved things and one of his most hated things are going to mix. I have yet to see a a film that he starred in that I didn't like. Uh, When we get done here, we could go up and watch the trailer real quick. (laughs) Though I will say this. Roland Emmerich 
Besides the Patriot, I'll give him that. I do like the Patriot, even though there is some Roland Emmerich stuff in there that that Daddy, uh, Daddy. yeah, <laughs> uh, that move, that guy. Boy, I, he might be my least favorite director. Oh, you hate Roland oh, Emmerich. I hate films. That's what I'm saying. I got real excited when I saw that because I was like, Jared will have to choose <laughs> his allegiances. Well, I'll, I'll go upstairs and watch the trailer. Right. Re- remind us next week and we'll yeah. we'll talk about what I Moonfall, thought about Moonfall. Just imagine. The Moonfall. sequel to Skyfall. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Eric, it is going to be your pick for next week. What movie are we going to be watching? Well, hopefully, unless plans change, we're going to be able to pick a Long-time uh, favorite of mine that we've been waiting for on the pod, 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the remake with... Uh, I mean, can you even really call Jonah it a remake? It's, it's, it's a, it's its, own it's a completely its own thing yeah. uh, based off an old TV show that uh, yep. of our youth. But All right, so 21 Jump Street will be our movie for next week. If you did like this episode and you would like to do us a favor, if you would go to your podcatcher of choice and give us a high-star review, whatever whatever the highest-star review is that you can give, we'd appreciate it. You can also reach out to us at cueituppod at gmail.com. Uh, if you just look at the podcast description, Eric always puts the exact spelling in there. Uh, currently, I am Manning, sort of Manning. I'll at least see if you send us something uh, on the Q It Up Facebook. Uh, so uh, we encourage you to reach out in any uh, manner you so choose. Our movie for next week will be 21 Jump Street. And until then, cue it up. <laughs> <laughs>